Well, nobody's gonna go out with me. Have you asked anybody yet? No, but who would? I don't even have any good skills. Nunchuck skills, bow hunting skills, computer hacking skills. Girls only want boyfriends who have great skills. Whack Brackets, back in our day, podcasters were referred to as DJs, and instead of being incessantly approached by podcast promoters, they actually pulled groupies, and they actually did enough cocaine to also kill a herd of elephants. That's beside the point. I'm your host, Mike, and today we are going to be bracketing off pretty much like a cartoon slash movie character mishmash, but to do that, I need help because I'm not very interesting alone, oftentimes not with help, but fortunately, I reached out to a couple of guys. The only problem I have with them is that they use this moniker as their podcast. They say their podcast name is Back in My Day, even though they're much younger than me. So my day is a lot further back than theirs. The fact is, they're great dudes, they're great podcasters, and I would like to welcome them on the show from the great country of Canada. Please welcome David and Michael from the Back in My Day podcast. How are you guys doing today? All right, man. Thank you very much for having us. Doing great. That's the that's the best intro we've ever gotten. So thank you, Dave. You got to step up your intros now, man. Mike, come on. You know I, I'm not good at this. Just you can say whatever you want that we're great at this and that and whatever. But I mean, come on. Really, when it comes down to it, like let's just hit record and get going. You know, like come on. Fake it till you make it is our motto. So. Fake it till you make it. It's gotten me in my career. It's going to get me in my podcasting as well. Well, it's a good thing that my company hasn't figured out that I'm a shit programmer because that's what I do for a living. Once they figure that out, I'm going to have to podcast for a living. And you know what that means? Homelessness. I've got better <laughs> shit to do than that. So regardless of that, what I'd love for you guys to do is tell me about your podcast and a little bit about the shit you talk about. You know what? Because normally on the podcast, if anyone's listened before, you know, I intro things. I, I, I'm sort of the guy who helped sort of start it and, and Mike jumped in very shortly after everything got going. So Mike's been the main co-host, but Mike's the brains of the operation is what I like to say. So as much as, you know, I might post stuff, I might do some of the editing and things like that. Mike, you're the prepared one. You're the smart guy. I'm going to leave the explanation to you, man. I'm going to put you okay. on the spot. You're going to be on the spot. <laughs> Dave is the host, you know, this is like a host duty. having to Co-host, co-host. This I'll is t- no longer a one-man show. There's no way. I'll say, so we, we, yeah, we look back at things we love from our childhood, right? And what we try to do is celebrate uh, big milestones, anniversaries, and dates. And we also relate, like, what's going on in pop culture now to the things we loved when we were kids. So a new Ghostbusters movie is coming out. We're going to talk about it. Pokemon movies coming out. We're going to talk about it. A video game is being remastered, like Tony Hawk 1 or 2, that we played as the ki- as kids. You know, we're going to buy it and we're going to review it. And so that's kind of what we do. And we kind of just have these nerdy conversations about things we love and things we loved growing up. And it's like the conversations you have with your friends in their basements or whatever. And we just record it and put it on a podcast and hope people will enjoy it. Yeah, I think there's I think there was one time like we went out I think we went out for one of our birthdays or something like that a few years ago at this point. And I think we went to like this cool little bar or something with our wives for, for a night or something. And we were just like yapping about I wanna say it was Star Wars and it was and, or something. It probably was, right? Mm-hmm. And like the bartender behind the bar just like chimed in or whatever and like we're sitting there going, Why don't we just like 
record this shit. This is what you're doing when you're talking with your friends, what we have been doing for the last 25, 30 plus years. Like, why not find some way to make this a recording and, and try to do something a little different with it? So when Mike mentions the dates and things like that, pretty much every day of the year, you can find a cool video game, movie, TV show debut that you can look back on. And even if just one of you has seen it, boom, you got yourself a nice discussion and you can sort of branch off of there. And, you know, you might mention one game or one movie and then all of a sudden you're talking about something else in it and stuff. And it's just a cool way to sort of look back and, like Mike said, also relate it to what's going on now because nostalgia is hot right now and it has been for the last little bit. And, you know, it's fun. And we're getting to the age where we're just just old enough to look back. So... (laughs) I, love yeah, I was going to say, what you guys consider nostalgic is what I consider like my teen years. <laughs> well, it, it could be that, but you know what? Early I, think, I think based on our parents and stuff, too. I mean, I grew up with a lot of older TV shows that were out way before us that were done 20 years before we were even born. Um, we could even look back at stuff like that and still reminisce about that. I, I guess that's the long-winded way of saying that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> I want to pick up on, Dave, that story because it's a funny story because we're at the bar with our lovely, beautiful wives and we're hanging out and they want to have a good time and me and Dave are in the corner not dancing, <laughs> arguing about Star Wars for like hour, you know, and like, oh, that's funny. That's just I think this is just are. as, probably yeah. just as episode seven was coming out maybe or just after that. So yeah. it was right around that time. Well, so you guys are lucky because you found somebody to do a podcast with. My sorry ass has to go out and reach out to guys that are interesting like yourselves, which is why you got an email from me saying, hey, would you guys like to be on my podcast? Because you guys are fun. And you know what's not? At least someone thinks so. (laughs) You know what's not fun is one guy sitting in a room arguing with himself about different brackets. As the Center Cut has pointed out to me, I think Dave from the Center Cut mentioned, hey, you ought to just put out a bracket episode with yourself arguing with yourself. I'm like, nah, that's what homeless people do. I got better shit to do than that. Don't worry, man. We got you. Anytime you need us, come on. We got you. And and to make this a kuna matata, the full circle here. Uh, yeah, if I lose my job as a programmer because they figure out I'm shit, then I'm going to be homeless and I can run a podcast rambling once. So <laughs> Boom, perfect. there you go. So you're okay. Booyah! <laughs> so, that, so that being said, we are going to start the episode as if it hasn't already been started. We're actually going to start the contest portion of the episode. But before we do that, I'm going to explain quickly what a whack bracket is. Pretty much why brackets ask the burning questions you never knew you wanted answered until we ask them. We bring on fellow podcasters such as Dave and Mike here as well as friends of the show, to bracket off similar contestants using irrelevant, ever-changing questions. Yes, that is a pitch. I'm sorry. I used to do things that were more interesting, but I talked too much, and it used to take about seven minutes for the intro, and I have better shit to talk about. So let's get on to it, shall we? Question number one. We'll pit Cartman from South Park versus Napoleon Dynamite from, yeah, Napoleon Dynamite. More annoying visiting character in Animal Crossing. Who would it be, David? Okay, so I, I'm going under the under the pretense here that you are that we are characters in Animal Crossing. We are living there, and okay. Cartman and Napoleon come in as visiting characters. If the two of them were there, I would say uh, I'm going to go with Napoleon. Would probably be more annoying, and I think. The only reason why, or one of the main reasons why, is because I find Cartman funnier. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's all it is. Um, Not that either of them are going to be some sort of great, amazing time or whatever, but I find the 
humor slash lack of humor from from Mr. Dynamite, if you would say. Mr. Uh, Dynamite. Le- less <laughs> less uh, entertaining? I don't know. Na- name of the episode, Mr. Dynamite. <laughs> Already. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to... Uh, I, I'm going to think this out loud because I'm a, you picked a good question for us because we're huge Animal Crossing fans and so are our wives. But um, when I think the most annoying visiting character, what I think of is the character that shows up if you play Animal Crossing like Leaf or like Mm -hmm. K.K. Slider. Yeah. And they don't give you the good items. They don't give you the, (laughs) what you want. You want uh, Gulliver and you want those rare pirate items and all that stuff, right? So I'm trying to think which character Napoleon Dynamite Cartman is going to visit my island weekly and give me something good that I'm going to want to show off. Oh, Mike, you're getting into the meta game here. (laughs) I'm thinking, you know, Cartman, he'll probably be annoying, but I think whatever you get from him would be far more interesting because they have the whole South Park IP to use and he can give you like... A Mr. Hanky Poo or something? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you can show it in your house. I don't... I don't know what the Napoleon Dynamite is coming to the island to give me. I think he's giving me something lame. So that's why I think Napoleon Dynamite would be more annoying. Oh, right. okay. Interesting. Because I'd be annoyed. He'd show up and I'd be like, I don't want him today. I want, uh, you know, Gulliver or something. I don't want whatever, whatever Napoleon Dynamite's giving me. Dance moves or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm going to actually agree with you guys, even though I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I find Napoleon Dynamite to be one of the most grossly overrated movies in all of history. It's not funny. The characters are not likable. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I don't understand why Pedro wins the presidency after Napoleon Dynamite dances. It's an illogical movie. And to me... Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite, the problem with him showing up as a visiting character, this motherfucker's pretty boring. He may just stay there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got nothing else to do. What's he going to bring you? I mean, not only that, the guy's an asshole. I mean, did you oh, see yeah. the way he treated his alpaca? Yeah. And it's, it's, I'm with it's, you. But Susan or something? That's yeah. a ridiculous name, yeah. <laughs> well, having an alpaca is not very common to begin with. Whoa, so, whoa, whoa. Come on. No, I'm just... <laughs> unless you're from Peru Speak for or yourself. Something, you know? <laughs> hey, man, I, I rented an alpaca, and they was fun. So, no, no, alpacas. Fuck, fuck a bunch of alpacas. Long story short is that uh, I think it would even be more annoying if John Heater, the actor, showed up and not Napoleon Dynamite, because... <laughs> What's that guy done? No. So what's, what's he giving me in Animal Crossing? Yeah, I want to see him on my island. He's no, going giving... to give you a DVD or VHS of his movie. That's what he's going <laughs> to not, not even the Napoleon Dynamite movie. One of the ones you haven't heard of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that All being right, said, I was actually thinking a little bit about Cartman. At least to give Cartman a little run, I'm going to say this about Cartman. Unless you are farming cheesy poofs. Uh, the good news is he's not going to touch your stash. Now, if you're farming cheesy poofs, you talk about them giving you shit. Cartman's going to come and just raid your entire farm of cheesy poofs. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I don't think you can grow cheesy poofs in Animal Crossing. No, we're safe. You can't. We're safe. Yeah. So with that we're said, safe. Cartman's probably out. Um, not only that, Cartman is going to get bored with shit quickly. Napoleon Dynamite is boring. Cartman, say what you want to about him. He is far from boring. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, he enough. shows up. He cusses you out. He calls you an asshole. He does asshole things, but then he's gone. Napoleon Dynamite, he just starts hanging around. And you know what? Even if the dance moves in Napoleon Dynamite, even if you thought he was a good dancer, questionable. Not good enough to win some nerdy kid that has a wig on his head a presidential election. (laughs) But still, at that point, maybe the guy can dance a little bit. That's all he's got. That's that's literally all he's got. I agree. So so fuck him. Napoleon Dynamite. 
more annoying to show up as a visiting character on your Animal Crossing. Second question, we're going to pit. If anybody knows this guy, and you know him if you've seen all three seasons of Stranger Things, but you might not know him by name, Billy Hargrove from Stranger Things versus Biff from Back to the Future, more likely to be seen in a viral video being an asshole. What do you think, Michael? Mike. I, 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 you know what? Here's where we run afoul. We both get called Mike. I'm going to try for the rest of this episode to be go by Mikey, and you can go by Mike. So, Mike, what do you think? Okay. I think this is easy for me. I think Biff, clearly, because he walks around, he calls everyone butthead. He bullies people. He's from a time before, well, so is Billy Hargrove, but before, you know, cell phones. And he treats women horribly, and he salts people. And he would easily be caught. And Billy Hargrove, although he's also a bully, he's one of those bullies who's smart, and he tricks the adults into thinking he's some sweet kid, and he hits on the moms. And when everyone's away, that's when he picks on his sister and her friends, right? So I think Billy, I, I think it would be hard to catch him. He's smart. He's smart. He pretends like he's an, a good guy, an innocent guy. And then when no one's watching, he bullies his sister and her friends. But Biff, the only thing about Biff is that there are different timeline Biffs. Mm, yeah. There's like the end of the movie Biff where he's like working for Mr. McFly. And, you know, he after he was beat up or whatever. So... That that's where if you want to make an argument for Biff, you could say, oh, maybe the other timeline Biff. But I'm just going to straight main Biff from the first movie, who's an asshole, calls everyone butthead. I think you could catch him, <laughs> no problem, on a video. So yeah, that's my pick. Um, I would have zero argument with that. Like honestly, one of the first things I think of when I think of Biff is that like this guy's a dick. I guess both of them are a little bit that, and that's the that's the genius of the pairing that you just put in here, put us in here. But I think that Biff was Biff came to mind automatically for all the reasons that Mike said. I think that's, that's um, what I was thinking. They're both bullies, but I think yeah. Biff is just he just cavalier about it. You know, he's yeah, he does, it, he does think... it in the diner in front of all these people. And... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The diner thing is exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. and I think yeah. with Billy too, it's like a lot of what we see him being the quote unquote bad guy is for different reasons in that third season, you know, like he's not just the bully. He's also being, I guess, possessed is what you want to call it. He's still a, a dick and he's still a bully, but for some reason I just have this like ting inside of me to just say, yeah, no, it's, it's gotta be Biff. He's gotta be the one that is not going to think it through. And is just going to go and just do whatever in the diner again with a cell phone around <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, well, the thing is about Biff, he's fat and he's ugly and he's stupid. So he hits the West Virginia hillbilly dick bag trifecta right there. So congratulations, Biff. Only <laughs> you can say that because you're American. We can't say that because we're Canadian. That's <laughs> You can say it. <laughs> what the fuck? So, yeah, trust me. Americans don't appreciate it coming out of an American's mouth any more than a Canadian's mouth. So trust it just me, is what it is, right? It is what it is, <laughs> That's yeah. right. It is what it is. But, you know, this is the kind of asshole that slaps the bag out of fast food worker's hand because he said he forgot to put the ketchup in or something. Sure, yeah. And as far as I know, yeah, Biff is dumb and he's an asshole. But also there's been times where he's been kind of, you remember the end of the first movie, he's like, yes, Mr. McFly. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying, yeah. And then even later on, he becomes, when his grandson's bullying him in a later movie, he's a little bit smarter. I'm still not saying he's a good person, but he's a little more reserved. Where Billy, I mean, you know, Billy has a lot working against him. First off, he has like the shitty mustache of Justin Bieber. 
he has the one thing that is good working in his favor. He does have the lifeguard body of a pre-alcoholic David Hasselhoff, and he is the poster boy for the mullet militia. So you can say oh, yeah. if that's a good or a bad, I'm not 100% sure. The thing is about Billy that you have to take into account, he is notably racist. I don't think I've seen Biff be racist. Billy, mm. you know, racism is one of those things that's easy to catch on camera because regardless of how much you try to hide it, you if you're a racist, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Billy, the other things he's doing, he's out cougar hunting, man. He's just uh, driving like a dick bag. Now with cell phones, you're going to catch that guy driving on the road. He does too many things that back when he was younger, sure, you can get away with because they don't have cell phones. Nowadays, you think you're getting away with shit and they're catching you on security cameras at houses. You can't do all that shit anymore, you know? The problem with guys like that is he's always going to have his defenders because he's a good-looking dude. So he's probably going to be <laughs> yeah. in marketing or sales or he's going to be like a farmer rep or some bullshit like that, making a shit ton of money, doing dickbag things, and people are still going to be going like, well, Billy, he's not so bad. Sure, he's a flaming racist, and he hit a guy on the way in here. But you know what? It's a good-looking dude. But, so, he get, but he gets the job done, you know, like yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. those are the videos that show up on the internet mm-hmm. is guys who just don't give a fuck. And I think that Biff doesn't give a fuck, but at the same time, Biff, he's always situational. Billy's just kind of always an asshole. So I would go Billy in this, but I guess my opinion doesn't matter. No, you made a very compelling argument, man. Very compelling. I would say also, like, there's different Biff timeline versions of Biff. So maybe um, if you look at all the different timeline versions of Biff, Maybe not all of them would get caught on camera easily, so then maybe it is Billy, you know what I mean? That's like, you guys are welcome to change your opinion, but you don't have to. I, I gotta stick with Biff because it's like it's okay. where I uh originally it's where the went, heart is. Yeah. Almost yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a good argument. You almost swayed me, I gotta say. <laughs> it's happened before. The racism thing was like, Yeah, that would be hard to hide, you know what I mean? You can't hide that. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm gonna catch you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I am going to catch you personally. I'm gonna be the one. Yeah. Mike is gonna be running around <laughs> following Billy around with a cell phone. That's not weird at all, but he's going to do this. He's going to catch this racist dick bag Mm -hmm. on camera. He's going to cancel him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Regardless of that, it does sound like Biff advances to the next round, and that's fine. So next question, going on to the second half of our bracket, we have Kent Brockman from The Simpsons fame versus Daffy Duck. He's always been the second-tier Bugs Bunny. If Bugs Bunny ever died, he would take over for Bugs, but he's always going to be the vice president to Bugs mm-hmm. President. And he, he wants that to happen. You can tell. Oh, hell yeah, he, he does. That's his dream. That's what he dreams of at night. It's <laughs> his dream. <laughs> exactly. We're going to pit these two cats off. Which one of these two would be the first to offend an actor on the red carpet? I'm going to go with Daffy. And... I think it's because, similar to what we just talked about with the other two characters, he doesn't seem to give a fuck. <laughs> he doesn't seem to care. I think, and, and what you guys just said, too, how he wants the top spot, and no matter what he can do, he's going to try and do that. So he gets on a red carpet, maybe he's got his tuxedo on, he kind of looks you know, like he's all dappered up and everything, but really, he's just putting on a show. You know, Really, he's just there to make it all about him. And the second one thing throws him off, he's going to say something or do something that's just going to piss somebody off. Whether it's the person that's interviewing him on the other side of the uh, the rope, or whether it's someone he just bumps past and throws aside so he can be the one in front of the camera. Or 
he's just spitting everywhere because that's the way he talks and someone's not going to like that. <laughs> so um, as much as I really like him, he's actually one of my favorite Looney Tune characters ever. I think it might happen before he even gets out of the limo. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go with, with that. Uh, that's, that's, okay. my, that's my All right. Guy. Well, you know what? I'm going to interrupt to make sure you guys don't agree this time. <laughs> I'm going with right. Kent Brockman and I will yeah. tell you why. Because Kent Brockman... He loves the backhand. I'm not even sure it's a backhanded compliment. He starts with a compliment and he ends with a knife in the fucking side. He's like, I'm Kent Brockman. And here is movie star Rebel Wilson, which proves without a shadow of a doubt that you can fit 10 pounds of shit in a five pound dress. I mean, that's the kind of stuff he says. And and Kent Brockman, if he's interviewing, of course, this is going to make he's going to say something bad about everybody. He doesn't Unless he's sucking up, it's like when he was talking about the alien overlords. He he's not sucking up. He's always got kind of the dig. He's always the asshole, and he's hilarious. He's deadpan. If you're paying attention to it in passing, you're like, oh, he didn't insult me. But if you actually pay attention to what he's saying, the guy's a jerk, which is fine. You know, Daffy, yeah, he's confrontational. I mean, he's like a spit factory. He loves to cross dress. He's going to show up and offend somebody by dressing up as a woman on the red carpet, and they're like. Well, are you a cross-dresser? He's like, no, I'm fucking Daffy Duck. I do what I want. I don't know. You know, I <laughs> guess you can pull that off if you're boy George, but as Daffy Duck, I'm not sure if you do. So he's going to offend somebody, but I'm not sure it's going to be an actor. I do think that Kemp Brockman is the guy that is going to cause a problem first on the red carpet. So, Mike, it's up to you to solve this dilemma. All right. Before I choose, I'll tell you guys my thought process, okay? Number one, yes. Daffy Duck spits on people. Mm-hmm. He spits on people. A lot of actors, though, they're nice. Spits on Robert Downey Jr., spits on, you know, someone like that. Omar Downey Jr. might care, but, you know, uh, Chris Pratt or someone <laughs> nice. But, you know, he spits on Mel Gibson or Russell Crowe. It's over. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> People on. should spit on Mel Gibson as often as possible. <laughs> exactly. That guy's yeah. an asshole. Yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah. He, they, he should spit on Mel Gibson, but it would piss him off. Yeah. <laughs> but, to, but Kent Brockman, on the other hand, is a true journalist, and he's not afraid to ask the hard-hitting questions. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Chris Evans is on that red carpet, Ken Brockman's going to ask him about that dick pic. You know what I mean? No doubt about it. This is going to be his first question. He's not afraid to ask the hard questions, Ken Brockman. That's true. So I have to think that Ken Brockman is going to offend almost every single person he interviews. Yes! And I have yes. to go Ken Brockman. Daffy Duck, he's going to spit on some people. Not everyone's going to get offended, okay? But Ken Brockman is going to find that question, just like Mike was saying, or give a, back, a backhanded compliment to that person that just digs right into them, and he's going to piss everyone off, and that's Kent Brockman. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Now, see, David's actually responding the way I do now. You can tell he's just suffered his first whack bracket loss. Like, fair enough. <laughs> oh, no, I like it. I like it. See, see, maybe I'm given, maybe I'm given the journalists as I work in media to the, the benefit of the doubt, so to speak. Yeah. But you guys are also not wrong. It's very similar to putting a Ron Burgundy on the red carpet. Oh. You know, it would be a very similar mm. thing, I think. Yeah. So, uh, or at least somewhat similar. Mm. And, and I think that would be enough to make a yeah. difference. So I could not argue with your guys' mm. arguments. Absolutely. Or not. similar to putting a Borat in a Rudy Giuliani hotel room, which I think. <laughs> yeah, is yeah, a thing. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think that apparently that's a thing. Yeah, we'll know tomorrow. Yeah. We'll know tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, we do have Kent Brockman going on to the next round, going against the winner of this whack bracket, Agent K versus Mario. Who would be a better wingman at a nightclub? Oh, that's tough, Mike. What do you got? I, uh, I don't know, like. So, so Agent K, it's like bringing your, it's K, right? That's Tommy Lee Jones, right? Just so we, yeah. yeah. 
It's like bringing your grandpa or something to the bar to pick up woman, or you're bringing this like three foot Italian plumber. I don't know. Like, like, I guess Mario, it's a better conversation starter. You know what I mean? He's interesting to look at. And um... so, yeah, so that's what I was thinking too. I go, okay, so I love Men in Black and I love Tommy Lee Jones in that character. I absolutely love it. The first one, especially of those movies is one of my favorite movies of all Mm -hmm. time. But he is secretly Agent K. Like, he's a nobody. You can't use him as a icebreaker. I don't care what, what you say about Mario. He could be almost invisible. The second you hear him talk, you know who Mario is. He could pretend that he is actually a plumber. He could say he's an electrician. He could say that he is a computer programmer. And it doesn't matter what he looks like. Even what he's wearing, the second he talks, you're like, look, man, not only do I have Mario beside me, but this guy rescues motherfucking princesses Mm -hmm. day by day this is the guy you know he knows what's up and he's fun and he's funny maybe he doesn't make a whole lot of sense but i think that the conversation itself would get you to the next the only thing i have solo conversation next level level. yeah the only thing i worry about mario to be honest is he's stealing all the women like he's your wingman, <laughs> but you know what I mean. He's a hero. You know what I mean. What am I true. compared to Mario? That's a good point. Shit. That's a good point. <laughs> so, so I'm not even sure where either one of you went with this argument. It sounds like you're kind of like split with yourself. We're, I, we're, we're I'm waffling. going. I'm going with Mario because I think that um, that you can't use Agent K as a conversation starter. I think that that alone would make him just the dry uncle that doesn't have any humor. And just wears a suit everywhere he goes, and can't really tell you what he actually does for a living, and doesn't have much of a uh, okay. doesn't have much of a conversation to carry because he can't talk about anything because he's supposed to be a blank void when he goes out into the world. I will right? disagree with Dave, and I'll say Agent K because compared to him, some old crotchety guy, maybe I'm appealing, but compared to Mario, I don't <laughs> stand a chance. So I got to go with K. That's it. Oh man! All right. Well, I would say this. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm going to try to hold off my selection so i'm going to give you both sides of the coin here okay all right first off we know about agent k the good agent k he is a good partner so he is going to play as good a wingman as humanly possible he's going to try to lean into it because he's going to make sure that you get yours and he will do that even ahead of his own agenda i believe the problem is, is this conversations are going to lack humor and they're going to revolve around eating pie whereas mario on the other hand <laughs> Let's be honest about Mario. It's already been discussed. Not the best looking dude. A little bit on the short side. Women don't like short guys. But Mario does have a ton of friends. And I don't think Agent K does. Mario is even, I think, converted Donkey Kong. Because they they fuck around together on Mario Kart. I don't think that... And they were they enemies. And now they're friends. Yeah. They play yes. Mario Party together. They play go-karts together. They play tennis mm. Yeah, so you know here that Mario has a good personality. But long story short is that he does have friends. You don't have friends being an asshole. And I think if he's your friend and you take him to a bar, I think Mario, not only is he not going to steal your woman, he's going to pair off with the ugly girl long enough for you to get the woman because Mario, not much of a looker anyway. And he's at least going to keep her occupied long enough talking about all the worlds he's winning and and everything and he, I mean the guy's a world traveler. Let's be honest. He, all the stars he's collected, yeah. like 
Oh yeah. Yeah. So how much coin? How much literal coin he has? <laughs> guy's got coin. The guy's got coin. There's no denying it. The guy's got coin. <laughs> how many mushrooms this guy's done? So at the yeah. end of the day, I do think that he's got a flower in his back pocket. <laughs> yeah. How can, he's he's riding a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm thinking that That's... yeah, Mario has all kinds of cool shit to talk about, but at the same time, he's got friends. I don't think he's going to steal your woman. I think Mario's going to make sure you get the woman because he can pull his own. I'm not going to a bar and pulling much. Mario can get what he wants. So at the end of the sure. day, great friends, even enemies have come around. I think Mario's a great wingman. I think he helps you out. So I'm going Mario here. All right. I've, you guys sold Sweet. me. That was just, yeah. I, I'm on board. All right. <laughs> All right. Perfect. We will recap the first round quickly. Cartman versus Napoleon Dynamite. More annoying visiting character in Animal Crossing. That would be Napoleon Dynamite. Second question. More likely to be seen in a viral video being an asshole. Biff defeats Billy Hargrove, much to my chagrin. The third question would be Kent Brockman versus Daffy Duck. First to offend an actor on the red carpet, Mr. Kent Brockman. Thank you. And final question in the first round was better wingman at a nightclub. Would it be Agent K or Mario? Mario advances to the second round. And speaking of said second round, we are here. So first question in the second round will pit. Napoleon Dynamite versus Biff. Worst to be set at a table with at a wedding. Yeah, this is this is a tough one. This is this is interesting because can I say both? <laughs> <I'm> just <kidding>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, for different one. reasons, yeah. right? Yeah, I think that's. I think it's for different reasons, and I think for the same, almost the same explanations that we were giving about Napoleon Dynamite or Mister Dynamite, as we now know him. <laughs> <laughs> for for Animal Crossing, I think that for the same reasons, you wouldn't want to be with him at table 14 in the back corner at some person's wedding. I, I just think like the only thing he I guess the only thing he's literally bringing to the table or dance floor is his dancing and be like, yeah, I sat with that guy. I sit beside him. Yeah, we, we, we crushed a drink together, you know, something like that. But that doesn't make him a conversationalist at the table specifically. And I think in order to get him to dance, his best friend needs to be running for, you know, needs to be Pedro needs to be at the wedding as well or something, you know, like there has to be something like that going for him. So I'm going to go with Mr. Dynamite as a very dry, boring guest at a wedding. Oh, so is it who's the mo- who's the worst one to be sat with? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I got it. <laughs> oh, Unfortunately, <yeah. laughs> like I have to admit, Biff, he's an asshole. But I think if he was at my table, I think he would be a lot of fun. You know, assholes like yeah. frat boys at parties and stuff. They're douchebags, but you're drinking with them. They're interested in the new drinking games and you're shoot and you're getting hammered or whatever and you're shooting the shit and he's probably laughing and having a good time. He's making jokes. Whereas Napoleon Dynamite is like just awkward and quiet. And I probably prefer Napoleon Dynamite to Biff, but at the wedding situation where it's a social situation, probably having more fun with Biff. I don't know. I hate to admit it, but I think Napoleon Dynamite would be worse. I would have been 100% Biff at the beginning of this, but you guys did a good job of persuading me towards Napoleon Dynamite. I think my concern with Biff still is this. I would still go with Biff. My concern is this, is that Biff, if he's there alone, even if he's not drinking, he's hitting on your woman. If he's drinking, he's starting (laughs) a fight. Uh, we do know that Biff has been proven to be somewhat very not cordial with women per the first Back to the Future. 
that yeah. may or may not change given a social situation. He did it in front of his friends, and his friends continued to let him do it, which makes his friends as big an asshole mm-hmm. as he is. As well as, <laughs> you know, he did it in front of George. He just doesn't care. Biff is the consummate asshole. So my concern is Biff is just going to be that guy. And at a wedding table, you still have to show some cordiality. So even when the guy is being a complete, utter douchebag, you've got to be friendly about it. But how far can you take that? You know, when he's hitting on your wife, you can't really start a fight because it's like, ah, well, yeah, then he slugged Biff in the face. Because, and it's like, well, why did he do that? I don't know. I just saw the guy hit Biff. So, yeah, you still have to kind of temper the situation and Biff's not letting down. My feeling is Biff is going to cause problems at the table. Napoleon Dynamite, yes, he's annoying. Terrible person to set beside. Consistent liar. Just not a very interesting person, but he's harmless. He's not going to cause problems. So I'm still going to go with Biff. I think that he would be more annoying because if he does Biff-like things, you can't respond because of the social situation. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, but you always why. want that Fair one enough. person who's going to like take all the attention and like be the drunkest one so you're not yeah. the drunkest one and be the idiot and we can all laugh at him later and stuff like that. I mean, and that's you, Biff. He's at the table. He's taking attention off you. You can kind of just relax and... You know, we can all laugh at him later, and maybe he ruins the wedding, but it's not your wedding. You're just a guest, you know? You make great points, Mike, and that's why I'm still getting closer and closer to Napoleon Dynamite, but I'm still going with Biff because I agree with you 100%, but you want that guy at a different table. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Because you don't want the, the whole hitting on the wife thing, treating women inappropriate, would not want that at my table. You're totally right. Yeah. So, yeah. Good point. So, but regardless, Napoleon Dynamite. Somehow, I did not see him getting to the final round, but here we are, because that's the kind of podcast I run. Because all of his questions were like, who's the worst? And he won. <laughs> yeah, well, this the last question, and the audience doesn't know what the last question is, but we do. We'll see how he plays out with the last question. But before we get yeah. to the last question, we have to get to his contestant. And with that question, we have Kent Brockman versus Mario. Which one of these two would have a more disgusting Mortal Kombat fatality? Oh my god, okay. that's such a good question. I think it's hilarious. It's a, it's a great pairing because it's, it's like you can can maybe come up with a couple different things. I'm going to lean. I'm pretty. Oh shit! You know what? So it it, de- it depends on how you define disgusting, right? Because that's your definition. Almost, that's the beauty of whack brackets. Mm-hmm. It is whatever Absolutely. you decide. You can actually make disgusting being like beautiful you decide the landscape is yours paint it bob ross paint that shit uh, yeah well i i don't know if i can do that but i will do my best i i think that have a happy um, accident and try happy accident my happy accident is i think i can come up with more inappropriate actual disgusting ways for kent brockman oh to come up to to do uh, a fatality so so here's here's my thing is that mario i think would have the obvious or somewhat obvious thing so you know, you have Scorpion, for example, in Mortal Kombat. He has the one fatality, which I don't know. I haven't played 11, so I'm not sure what it's like. But at least in the past, one of his fatalities, he rips off his mask and he burns somebody. Mario is going to pull out the flower and he's going to burn somebody. That's going to be one of his fatalities. You know, it's going to be something along those lines. Or he's going to throw a mushroom at a guy and he's going to, I don't know, trip out on shrooms or something. It, something that you have seen somewhat of a version of in Mortal Kombat before, which is not a bad thing. Okay. And you could easily i think say hey that's disgusting he burned a guy or he 
turned a guy into mush or he whatever. Some version of that is how the body that you are facing will end up in some disgusting form. But Kent Brockman doesn't have powers. Kent Brockman doesn't have a flower. He doesn't have all the friends that can come and just trample over your enemy like Mario could, let's say. So he has to come up with something different. So what's he going to do? He's going to, I don't know, he's going to grab the microphone and smack you in the head with it and it's going to go right through your skull. Or he's going to get the microphone and shove it up your ass. You know, he's going to oh, do something no! like that. <laughs> but, like, but that's what, exactly. And that's the reaction that I'm, th- that I'm talking about is something like that, right? And that to me is more disgusting and more surprising than I think what you could come up with for Mario. So that's why I would say, as much as I would love to see a Mario fatality, the Brockman stuff I think would be would need to be more disgusting in order for it to be a Mortal Kombat sort of feel. So that's that's my argument. I want to interrupt again because I disagree with you, and I'll tell you why. Because to me, Kim All Brockman. Right. I love your shoving up the ass. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> depending on what Kemp Brockman's style of pleasure is, maybe he enjoys that. Maybe it doesn't kill him at all. Maybe, you know, taking it through the neck. I actually saw a movie just recently, if you've ever seen the movie Shoot Him Up, where it's uh, a guy gets killed yeah. with a carrot regularly. and it's Yeah, I did see yeah. that. Uh, I'm, I'm on a podcast with Daniel from the Mustachio Podcastio, and we're going to review that movie within the next couple of weeks. Awesome. Anyway, long story short, I'm getting off track, <laughs> which is par for my course. But... Those are great fatalities for Mr. Kent Brockman. But to me, Kent Brockman, the way he kills somebody is he literally just talks to them and talks to them with a microphone, and then their head explodes. <laughs> now, that being said, Mario, on the other hand, I got two fatalities for you. I think at least equate to your fatality. You could even say, okay. number one is pretty lazy on my behalf. I agree because you said shove it up. Well, you know what? If they shove it up the the sphincter here, you know what? Mario is a plumber. He has a whole bag of plumbing equipment. So he could do the exact same thing. Not that interesting. But you know what Mario does all the time? He jumps on shit as well. He jumps into shit. And pretty much he's jumping on shit to kill it. I'm thinking he jumps really high up, lands on the guy's head, guy completely obliterates, and he's like, fatality. So, no, I think Love this it. is totally a Mario situation. I, I think Mario wins this, and I don't even think it's close. So, Mike, <laughs> All right. break this tie. I, I, think, I think it's <laughs> easy it, for me. I think Mario is a hero. I think he doesn't want to kill, but he kills in his games a little bit, the, the Troopas and the Goombas. So he's going to jump on their head or something, you know. But I think Ken Brockman, I think he's a sick, sick man. Ken Brockman. <laughs> He's a reporter, okay? He works in media. He's, he's a sick man. He works in, he works in media, David. He's a right, sick David? man. Yeah. Hey, man, there's a lot of arguments sick to be people. made that that is our correct Look statement. Look at this career <laughs> No, I'm, and, and if you give him a body swaying about, finish him whatever way you want. He's going to come up with something disgusting because he is a gross man. And Mario is not. Mario's too innocent to do something disgusting. Uh, Even though uh, you laid out he has the tools at his disposal to do something, I don't think he would. I think maybe Mario would even not do anything. He'd try to save the guy or something. I don't or Nintendo he would have a fr- let them. He would have a friendship yeah, instead a of friendship, a fatality. Exactly. Yeah. So I gotta go Kim Brockman. I gotta think the Simpsons character is gonna do something more disgusting than the Nintendo character also. So that's my argument. Yeah. Ooh, that's a surprise. I, th- I thought I was definitely going to be just the only one on the Ken's yeah. side there. 
I'm disappointed, but you know what? I'm oftentimes disappointed <laughs> in this show. I'm never disappointed in my guests. I've not had one bad guest on, and you guys were doing a great job today. <laughs> Except for the fact you disagreed with me, and I really wanted Mario to get the final round because uh, I thought I had this final round nailed. Regardless, as most white brackets are, I think if we said that it would be a final between Napoleon Dynamite and Kent Brockman, the average person betting at home or those betting illegally online I don't think that you would have paired these two against each other unless you're just a crazy man. And that's fine. With that being said, we are going to pair off Napoleon Dynamite against Kent Brockman for this last whack bracket question. And the question is, which of these two would be a more interesting side character in Office Space? Mike, oh. I'm going to toss this one to you first. To me? I, uh, or me or Mike? No, I'm Mikey. I forgot. I, you toss it to Mike. I don't want this. This is a okay. landmine. <laughs> I, I love office space, and I'm trying to think how these guys would fit in. This is a great question. So say they're co-workers, right? So if it's an office space movie with Mario, you're both plumbers. If it's an office space movie with Ken Brockman, you're working in the new studio or whatever. And what is it? Who would be the most awkward Who'd be the most, yeah, it's, well, it's the a, most interesting? Almost interesting. Okay. So interesting yeah. or awkward? I, I, don't, I have no idea what I sent you guys. I send the shit and I forget. Uh, it says interesting. interesting. Ken Brockman, okay. Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. So I go. think I think I got to go, if I'm going from that angle, so, you know, it's a office space, but it's plumbers. Not that interesting, I don't think. No, Napoleon. We got oh, Napoleon. Napoleon. Sorry. Mr. Sorry, sorry. Mr. Mr. Dynamite. Dynamite. As so, well as, for all we know, you could say technically... He could be working that this at... is still the office space world and they are inside of the office space Ooh. world. So I'm going to open up the Pandora's box of reality Ooh. for you and let your mind run free range like a cow before it's slaughtered. And what's that company they work for? I can't remember, but it's a funny company. Anyway, so they okay. Inatrode? Yeah. Inatech? Like yeah, I think Inatech. they started one Inatech. and then with the other one. Yeah. I think it's Inatech and there's Inatrode. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and who is more interesting? I think it's got to be Ken Brockman. I think he'd be interesting. He'd be like a lumber. He'd be like a higher up, like a boss. Mm-hmm. He'd be like a villain you'd want to take down because, like I said, he's a reporter, so he's a jerk. And uh, he'd be another nemesis. Whereas Napoleon Dynamite, he'd be like your geeky friend. And uh, we already have a couple of those. You know, he'd be like the, the, the fourth guy in the group. Whereas you're adding another nemesis, you're adding another lumber, you're adding another suit that you got to sort of take down and who's, you know, making your life suck because he's demanding things from you. He seems like a very demanding kind of boss, Ken Brockman, like to all of his staff at the at the news channel there on The Simpsons. So, uh, but I think that ultimately would make the movie more interesting to have someone like that, another nemesis, another suit to take down. So I will go with Kent Brockman. Didn't think he would pull it off, but that's my choice for the <laughs> Whack Bracket winner of this episode. So we'll see how you guys choose, but I'm going with Kent. All right, David, what you got? Okay, so for somewhat similar arguments that you just made, Mike, I'm going to go with Napoleon Dynamite. Shit. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Mr. Dynamite <laughs> because <laughs> because Mr. Dynamite is a nerd like the three of us. And hey, now to me, that <laughs> you just met me, you ain't gonna call me that. <laughs> I'm going to do it, and I'm going to stick to it. Right? Fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> I think that in itself, as much as we've said in the in the other arguments with him that <laughs> surprisingly made him win the other rounds, that he is dry and maybe not super interesting at a wedding table or something like that, I think in, a, in your group of friends, like you were mentioning there, Mike, if he's the fourth guy, the fifth guy, the third guy, whatever it is, 
I, I think in, in that group setting, as awkward as he is, as dry as he is, to me, that's fun. That's interesting. That's just part of the dynamic. You know, you're in your cubicles, you're in, you're around the water cooler, you're smashing printers and stealing staplers and whatever, like all of that stuff to me, just part of the group dynamic, just part of the guys. And Kent and Brockman, I think based on, let's say, let's say he's not a reporter, but he just has that personality and you're in some random office, just like in the movie. I think he is, like you said, very demanding and maybe a bit of a dick about it and stuff. And to me, that's not interesting. To me, that's the guy that you want to play the pranks on. To me, that's the guy that you want to just avoid or that's the guy that you just want to just say, like, screw you, man. Like, you know, you just make my day worse. Like, to me, that's not interesting. To me, that just makes my day worse. (laughs) So, (laughs) and if he is a reporter then, or is an anchor like he is in the show, then I think it's not that far off. So I, I would rather have... Monsieur Dynamite on my team, part of my uh, part of my friends he's group. Or, uh, to Monsieur Dynamite. Yeah, he's evolved to Monsieur. So maybe that's just his nickname around the office. I don't know how it works, but I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I don't know. I like Mikey. Like you said earlier in the episode, I don't think that the movie is all that great. Yeah. I don't think it's all that hilarious. I don't think it's some sort of like evolutionary film or anything. So I didn't expect to even choose him for anything. Yeah. But I think the way that it worked out, he's gonna be my choice for the final here. Yeah, I'm. You both have great arguments, and honestly, I usually prepare, at least mentally, better arguments, but I didn't <laughs> expect either of these guys to get this far. So this is going to be completely <laughs> off the cuff here, I, as most of them are, at least somewhat off the cuff, but at least I think about, yeah, I'd, I'd completely written these guys off in the first round, and, and here we are. Fair enough. So that being said is that Brockman, he would be an upper-level we do have the upper level people already. We have Lumberg, we have the Bobs. I would see if I'm going to fit him in, he is somewhere the Bobs were brought in by upper management to kind of clear house. So if you're thinking upper management, I think I could see I could I think I could see Kent Brockman being that upper management kind of guy who's clueless and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and being fair. like bringing in people to clear house. That being said, you know what? Office space already has so many layers of you got Lumberg, you got the Bobs above Lumberg. You start introducing too many people. It takes away from the dynamic of the show, which is meant to be for this kind of lower mid-level participant and not necessarily the upper management folk. So that throws a wrench, probably Mario's wrench from the last round into this uh, equation. That being said, with Napoleon Dynamite, he's not going to be a great character in the show because honestly, I find him, again, to be completely grating. And I don't think he fits in the friend group well at all because you've already got Michael Bolton who brings that similar dynamic as Napoleon Dynamite. But I'll tell you where Napoleon Dynamite fits is I could find him... The one thing that I really kind of didn't sort of like in office space is you remember Joanna, I think is Joanna or Joanna. Yep. yep. Yeah. And when she's working at Tchotchke's, she has yeah. kind of the, <laughs> the guy who's kind of an asshole, her coworker. She's got the manager who's Mike judge actually, mm-hmm. but she's got the coworker oh, yeah, right, who's yeah. kind of an asshole. Wears all the flair. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, that's right. and the, the flair is a fun aspect, but I think Napoleon Dynamite would fit there as one of the co-workers where he's just kind of like, 
you have to wear your flair, you know. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, my flair means something because this, this is what my girlfriend gets. I mean, so you end up with this kind of weird, he's lying about shit. He brings this weird dynamic to that coffee shop, which I think was as great as the movie was. I could have seen that tchotchkes being a little more fun. I could have seen you bring more to that atmosphere because I'll be honest with you, I found Jennifer Anderson's character to be grossly underutilized and I hate her as an actress. I don't like her in that movie, but I don't think she was well fleshed out at all. I think more time in that kind of tchotchkes may have been a better use of their time than taking it to another level of the bobs. So again, I would not have expected to pick this because I came in hot with my opinion on Napoleon Dynamite, yet still here we are. I'm going to pick Napoleon Dynamite to win this whack bracket as a more Whoa, interesting side character. Man. I can't believe it. Napoleon. <laughs> Neither can I. I'm, wow. I'm more embarrassed than anybody here. Trust me. Oh, this is awful. I'm so disappointed in myself. Is what it is, and it is weird. <laughs> yeah, he's the champ. There's no denying it. We we thought uh, it through, man. We made um, ironclad arguments every step of the way. Yeah, um, every single yeah. step. Yeah. <laughs> no one can argue with anything <laughs> no, no, that we no. said at all, ever. Argued. It's just it's perfect. Yeah. If I didn't like you guys, I wouldn't even put this episode out because I hate Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> that much. But fortunately, or unfortunately, depending on how you think the episode came out. I had a great time with you guys uh, determining that Napoleon Dynamite was the winner of this whack bracket. So that being said, before we cut this episode off, I would like to give you guys one more chance to say anything you want. You can say whatever the hell you want, but part of that may be to tell people how to get a hold of you on the social media platforms and check out your podcast. Mike, I usually throw this to you, but I threw it to you earlier and I think uh, I put you on the spot. So instead, I'll take over this time. And when it comes to our episode, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. let you take over like like usual. <laughs> so um, we're actually all over social media too. Uh, we are the Back in My Day podcast, which we are across every platform out there. So uh, just search that and find us and uh, tell your friends if you like it. And if you don't, tell them anyway. Why not? Um, but all over social media too, it's at day back in because back in my day was taken all across the board. So day back in is where you'll find that we have, we post all our stuff. We have daily posts and try to have a good time with it and stuff as well. And you can find all our information for the podcast and all of that stuff on there. And I think actually most importantly, over the course of the next uh, month, we are raising money for extra life and children's hospitals. And, uh, we have our donation page already open. It's open all year round but sort of the the surge i guess is within this last couple of months if you search extra life and back in my day we have a team page it's myself mike and one of our friends rich we've been doing it for i think this is like our Mm -hmm. fourth year or something in a row the three of us that have done it all the money goes straight to children's hospitals in north america for us because we're based out of toronto uh, we have a big sick kids hospital downtown toronto that the money's going towards you can donate a dollar you can donate two thousand dollars whatever you want it's all going straight to the hospital and uh we're gonna have a game day on november 14th where we're gonna stream for 24 hours straight and play a whole bunch of different games and raise as much money as we can and have a good time for it but ultimately what it comes down to is we're raising money for charity and that's most important even more important than our podcast that's what we're doing uh first and foremost for the next couple of months at least so you can find us back in my day for podcasts and back in my day on extra life as well 
Anything to add, Mike? I'll just say I don't really hate reporters. I was just kidding. I was just doing a joke to Dave. But Mike, I work in media and I can say <laughs> the same thing. So um, okay. Yes. So the extra life, Dave nailed it. That's the most important thing. And we thank you for your support, everyone out there. And uh, I'd love to anyone can join us on game day. It's the back of my day uh, plays on Twitch. All right. Well, that's great. I will say this. Um, I wish I had enough of a following to pitch great stuff like that, but I don't. Either way, yeah, donate to these guys because, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, you guys humble, or you guys don't humble me. You embarrass me now for being just this selfish ass podcaster. You guys are like doing great stuff with the platform you got, and I'm sitting over here making up dumb shit. Either way, yeah, if you have extra money donated to a useful cause, everybody, always says, uh, you know, give to my Patreon and support my podcast because I, I need money to help, you know, entertain you. It's like, forget all that. There are people in need, particularly children in need. And give to these guys, you know, that's that's really where it's at. So I don't, don't normally get serious, but I, I do find it fantastic that you guys are doing that stuff. So with that said, nobody wanted whack brackets. So I was able to get that on all the social media platforms. So if you want to reach out to me on the tweeters or the Instagrams, or even the Facebooks, go ahead, send it Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg is going to steal all your information on the way. He's going to do that on Instagram too, but also, it's a, you know, whatever. That guy's an asshole. So yeah, send it anywhere. Uh, Instagrams, tweeters, Facebooks. And if you want to circumvent those social media asshole platforms, you can send it directly to me at email. You can send it to me at mrdynamite at whackbrackets.com because I will get anything at whackbrackets.com because that's the way... My dad ass rolls. So yeah, send it to anything at whackbrackets.com. Let us know how we did on this episode. Send us future ideas for whack brackets. And just, you know, if you want to tweet me nude pictures because you're a hot looking woman, or even if you're not hot, I'll look at them anyway. I got nothing better to do. So with all that said, I would like to thank again, I would like to thank Mike and David from the Back in My Day podcast because... It's a great podcast. And before I say goodbye, or I guess after I say goodbye, I will let these guys say goodbye as well. And we will wrap it up. So I'll see you later. Thanks for having us on. It was a lot of fun. Thanks very much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everyone, for listening. ceremony erupted in kidnapping tonight as alleged good guy Homer Simpson absconded with several children in a stolen paddy wagon. Now let's go to Arnie Pie in the sky. I can see them right below me. I'm going to try and nail the driver with one of my shoes. Arnie, please leave this to the police. I'm sick of being a reporter. I want to make the news. Arnie, this is not the time. You're not the time, Kent. You're not the time.